Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Verhage wins the series for Florida, and this joyride ends in a Hindenburg-like ending. The Bruins are the second record-setting team in a row to drop the series in the first round. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 113, the Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you live and hot. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness, joining me each week on Stephen Anthony Wojtowicz. Barry White. Jeff Newsdick. Wow. Celebrity cast. <laughs> but you, Bill, you don't sound that bad. You sound you don't sound fairly you don't close get, to normal. You don't get deep, sick voice. No. Oh, I don't? No. Well, no. It cra- it's deep. It's deep until it cracks. And then when it cracks, it. Steve, Billy won't get Billy Brady won't get this joke. Up. Billy won't get this joke. You get Monica sick voice. I know that's from Friends. What else do you know? Monica, I mean, jo- uh, Joey, Joey's favorite fruit is sandwiches. What? When the All hell right, did this happen? We're, we're not going to start with hockey. Well, we are going to start with hockey. What? We are going to start with Steve's consequence from losing friends and rivals the cup because Ooh. I know that's what everybody has oh, yeah. been waiting for. Think. And the big reveal comes today. In fact, let's go. So, after much deliberation, your consequence um, is going to one of Casey's ice hockey games, taking pictures uh-huh. of the game, uh-huh. wearing a jersey of Bill's choice. It can be, you have to wear it pre through post game activities. So if you go out to eat afterwards, you got to wear it to the restaurant. Uh, you got to wear it driving to the arena and all throughout. You cannot cover it up and it must be on your person. You can't do anything to the jersey to alter it or anything else like that. It's got to, you got to wear the jersey that Bill gives you throughout the duration. And so he does say it's my choice, but you, you got the accidental text message anyway. So you know where, where we're going with this. Uh, you can choose from. A Mark Messier. This doesn't seem fair. Rangers. Listen, this is the most fair. <laughs> you should hear or <laughs> signed. Signed. Oh, God. Stefan no. oh, no. <laughs> we, we don't have a Graves. You don't have a Graves jersey? No. I do, but that's option. not one of the choices, is it? Oh, yes. Never mind. It was at Costco when we made this decision. We all, everybody, everybody thought this was a good idea. Uh, do I have and to choose least, right now? No, you don't have to choose. No, right no, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, no. That'll no. be that'll definitely be not have to choose right now. Yeah. No. Take wow. your time, buddy. Take your time. You want to hear some of the other ones we were going to make you do? Please, that were I do, maybe yes. a maybe a little too mean crossing the line. Billy wanted to get you a green shirtsy that had mm. an Irish that, Irish some, theme, some yeah. Irish thing yeah. that you would have to wear. He's also going to make you wear a Truba shirt seat to a Devils game, which oh I don't know. I thought that was, I thought that was, you wouldn't do that. No. 
Um, that, I think that was really that was really it. Well, you All make right. them seem like I was the only one who had ideas. I think you guys had some pretty mean ideas. Yeah. As well. <laughs> you know, I didn't. Nah, it was all Rick. Billy. Billy's the asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got. <laughs> now, Randy did text me. He said, you know, he wanted you to go to church, but I, I just like I don't think that's yeah, that, that certainly wouldn't be happening. Randy. When uh, I, Randy. so let me be honest with you. When you started to say go to one of Casey's games wearing a, I honestly thought the next words out of your mouth were going to be wearing some sort of a cheerleader outfit. Oh, why <laughs> that would have been we missed. Oh, no. Why didn't you guys, you guys should have consulted with me. That would have been better. Wow. I, I don't think wow. we could have made you go out yeah. looking like a cross dresser. I, 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 like a with tutu a, with a light in each hand? jeans or something. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Billy. That was good. Uh, Boy, oh boy! I so will, it's uh, not it's not bad, but Billy also get Billy also gets to take as many pictures oh yeah. of you as Understood. he wants. Absolutely, and for those and for those pictures to be used at our discretion. Absolutely, we will. They will be forwarded right over to the social media team uh, for for their use, and they'll take good care of it. I'm sure. Yeah. Wait, you're the social yeah. media department. Oh well, well, damn it. How about that? <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on that for sure. I am right. nothing if not a gracious loser. I will definitely post the 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 pictures as I lost fair and square. It, it's all spirit. in good fun. It's all in good fun. So playoff time. Uh, Nick, we'll start off with the Islanders and uh, listen. End of the road for two out of the three. Of our team still in the playoffs, we'll start with the Islanders and uh, then we'll go Rangers Devils. Isles, I uh, went to me and uh, Ben ended up going to game five. That was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I got brought him in my, uh, I went my jersey, my my gigantic Islanders jersey, which I didn't realize is so big, but I think I got it because it was like when I got it, it was like, you know, uh, it was for like playing in, I guess. I, I, I don't know why. But I look at it now and I'm like, why well, I get so big jersey? It's like, I'm Did looking you around steal and it like, from Michael Pecco after you made him crash on the Long Island Expressway. I was thinking about that. It might have been a goalie's jersey, honestly. Then I was looking at Ben, and he barely fits in anything, and because he's like 100 pounds in his dreams, and you know, it's basically he was swimming. We had a tuck of the jersey in, so you know, hilarious in my old fisherman's jersey, and uh, it was good. We had a good time. You know, Carolina fans didn't give us too much of a hassle. Um, nosebleeds, and uh, it was a good time. We center seats could see everything Isles played well in the game and uh got an early lead on a kind of one of those just didn't seem like it was going to be a much of a problem kind of goal and Engvall you know was able to get in front of the net and get a push one past uh uh Ranta and that was pretty much the start of the game a couple couple more goals that were kind of uh deflection and then I think Barzi had a, a nice uh two-on-one which he took the shot on and scored but uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, ate too much food. Uh, ended up going almost on a run, one way the wrong way on the way home. <laughs> I didn't realize it was where I was exactly, you know, why the, the thing wasn't telling me to turn around or was you, like kept trying to redirect. You are the worst driver after a game ever. 
Dude, coming out of the arena, watch out for this. I guy. was really excited. I don't <laughs> tell you. I was like, I was on like cloud nine. It was like, you know, it was good. And, you know, I'm like, oh, this looks like a good way to go back home. <laughs> well, wow, there's no traffic anyway. going in this direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very Why is short. On the road? It was a very short turnaround. Like, I mean, like, like, you know, 200 feet. And then I realized very quickly, I'm like, this is the wrong way. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of off right away. Um, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was game five, and then game six was on uh, Sunday, was it? Yeah, I guess Sunday, right? No, uh, was it Sunday, Friday, 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 Friday game. It was a Friday game. Sorry, Fr- Sunday was going to be the game seven game. We were going to go to. I got three tickets. I was like ready. We were ready to go. Obviously, uh, game six went the opposite way. I also had, early, had the early lead and look had all the permit pressure early, early, you know, um, momentum. They got a goal out of it, but uh, they really needed that second goal, and because it, it didn't happen, and Carolina slowly took over the game. The third period is all Carolina. Sebastian Ajo finally put one through, and uh, that guy has just put the team on his back, man. He's been a powerhouse all season, all series to watch, you know. Um, and uh, that goal helped them a ton, got them to the into overtime, and uh, bad clearing clearing attempts. Turn to a turnover, turn into a just throw a shot on net and gets lucky, hits Sorokin's skate and just kind of kicks in on a no angle. But uh, hey, man, that's the breaks. You can't you can't blame it on, you know, refs at that point or any kind of things you didn't do. It's just, hey, man, sometimes you just you got to you got to play better. They, they didn't play well enough to win that game, had ample opportunities to score and didn't didn't get it to happen. And then. Like I said, Carolina took over in their own building, which sucked because, you know, they had all the mo- it felt like they had a lot of momentum coming out of game five, but uh, they just ran out of it in uh, game six. And that was that was it. So no game seven for us to go, which would be fun. But oh, well, um, it was a good time going to game five. And uh, that's the end of the season, effectively, for the Isles. Um, are you going to talk about the. Yeah. So, so what, what's next for the Islanders this year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, interesting stuff coming out of the, you know, uh, clear out day of uh, the lockers and everything, like final kind of, you know, thoughts from players. Sounds like Parise is going to figure out, think about whether or not he wants to play in their season. Uh, it was, he had a real rough time, apparently. He didn't leave. Like, he was like just hands and head at the end of the, at the, end of the game in the, in the, in the, uh, in the uh, locker room and last guy to leave. And, uh, he said basically it's either he'll play for the Isles again or next year or not play at all. So he's kind of seeming like trying to figure out where he wants to be. He had a fantastic season. I can't, I can't see him like going out without one more time. I mean, he played fantastic. So that would be interesting to see, um, you know, uh, Pierre Inval said he had a good time here, but we'll see what happens. He didn't sound very committal either way. He looked really good with the Isles and I think he became he's an RFA really Nick. He's a UFA. He's a UFA. Yeah. So the, he was a rental and he was, that was kind of the idea was, you know, Luke brought him in as a rental and was just with Barzi out. And, um, but he looked really good in the, with, uh, alongside uh, Nelson and Palmieri, they formed the best line we had the whole time. He was like only after a few games, the three of them got put together and they just, they tore it up. They were fantastic. The best line in the, on the, in the, in the series for us. So let me just jump in there because I was really curious about this guy because I had never really heard of him before. Yeah. 
58 games this season with Toronto, 21 points. 18 games with the Islanders, nine points. So a little bit better performer um, on the island, and then two points in the in the six playoff games. But yeah. when I was watching, it seemed like every shift he was on the ice, you just heard his name the whole time. It was, you know, it's his speed is deceptive because he's really tall. You don't, he doesn't look fast, but he gets going and he gets people, you know, backing off him because of his speed, which, you know, that doesn't have a lot of. So that was very noticeable to have with him on it. And, you know, he opened up the, the space for, for, for Nelson and Palmieri a lot. And, and, you know, both of those guys can, can do that a little bit too. Like they're, you know, Palmieri can push, you know, on the, on the corners and, and sometimes push on the edge. And he made some plays where he was able to get, you know, into a position to get like a, a not, not a partial break, but, you know, a one-on-one beat the guy, but you know, it, it was very noticeable. They got, the guys got a ton of speed, great hands. He can shoot, which was a great surprise. Um, he's not physical though. That's like clearly not his game, but we, the Isles, the rest of the team is all grit. So, I mean, like it kind of fit really well. So um, it'll suck if he leaves, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, if, if he goes, they, they definitely need some more, um speed somewhere else that's it was so apparent that we need speed so he uh, he's up in the air um there's another year of of Ilya Sorokin he's got one more year there's UFA uh, so he did talk a little bit about he's like uh, I don't look for a contract I don't talk I don't talk about contract I'll think about it but he likes his time here so hopefully they can come up with something in the next um uh this year to you know Resign him long term, maybe in the summertime. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then we have uh, who else was left? Uh, try to remember who. Oh, so Varley, Varley's yeah, he's got one more year, but they wanted to come back. Um, you know, he wants to come back, he doesn't want to like you know, uh, leave. He's a guy that's um, probably get overpaid on the market, don't you think? Yeah, he doesn't seem to be at that point in his career, he seems to be wanting to be a a backup and just kind of stay on the island, um, which is he might come back cheap. It's kind of the idea. Um, and then uh, Wallstrom talked a little bit for the first time all season since he's been out. And, uh, you know, he said he's, he shouldn't miss any time uh, for the camp. There was one other player I wanted to say. I uh, can't think of it now. It's a little too late probably. But I think that's the kind of general, general gist is everybody's it was actually part of the, the a two-year deal was, was announced like the next day, which is uh, uh, Fashing's come back for two years. Uh, he, he was UFA or U, yeah, I think he was going to be a UFA after this. Did they announce the financials of that contract? Yeah, it's like two years, you know, quarter mil it, or quarter mil, uh, the seven 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 hundred seventy-five a year for two years. So he's making like nothing, which was surprising as hell to me because I thought he'd be making at least a million or 1.5 or something for two years. He played his ass off and um, easily earned the spot in the fourth, third line. He was playing third line quite a bit this year. Uh, he probably slots down to the fourth line with, with Walsh from coming back and maybe anything else happening. Um, but uh, he's come back for less money than we're paying um, uh, Ross Johnson to sit on the bench or in the, you know, not even in the box, like three quarters of the season. He only comes out for like, you know, Rangers, Isles and, you know, other games where they think there's gonna be a fight. 
Because I mean, he's getting a million a year, and he's doing nothing. And I don't know what the I don't know what the hell we're doing with that guy. That guy is just wasting space. But Fashy's coming back for nothing, and he's going to slot in probably fourth line this year coming up. I would imagine. I, I can't imagine that. Uh, well, I guess Clarebuck and Martin are probably going to try and play out their contracts uh, this year, uh, depending if they all feel like they can play another year. I'm not really sure how that's going to work yet. Both guys clearly lost a step. Uh, Clutterbuck can barely stay healthy. Martin looked dreadfully slow and just, you know, without he, he, if he's not hitting something, he's kind of he's got that point in his career. He doesn't have the same hands, same everything. So he's looking like this is the last year of his deal, and he'll be probably retiring. I can't imagine he goes anywhere else. But we'll see what happens. The two of them. Um, Josh Bailey was the last was the last guy I wanted to mention before. He um, he said he really kind of wanted to retire an Islander or, or you know play out his contract with the Isles was kind of the idea. Uh, it sounded like he's probably gonna uh, be moved because he said the writing was on the wall when they scratched him for five or six days before his thousandth game. You know, mm-hmm. um, and what it ended up doing, if you guys remember. Uh, the scratch when they scratched them that game, it, it meant that like the the, the thousandth game wasn't going to be at home, it right? It was going to be on the road then, right? Yeah, and all of course, he was going to have all his family and friends are all getting lined up, you know, tickets to get there. And obviously, it didn't happen, it, it didn't sit well with him. Um, and now I think he he said basically his last year of the deal, he wants to play, he doesn't want to sit on the bench, um, or not play, you know, or you know, be uh, relegated to uh, just practicing. So I'm not sure what they're going to do. It sounds like they're going to try and move him, probably. Uh, we'll see what happens. Hard to move that guy, I feel like, because he's making a little over $5 million more this year. But it's his last year of the deal. Maybe you can get, like, a Arizona or somebody to take him, although I don't know how many teams are going to be doing that this year. Uh, but that's going to be a tough ask now that, you know, he uh, he's kind of on the outs. And uh, the, the money that he's, eat, he's eating up, it really could use to – Resign someone like Ingball, obviously, uh, or somebody else, right, on the market. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but that was kind of the, the roundup of the team. Didn't sound like anybody really was outside of maybe Engvall, who kind of was very, yeah, I, I had my good, I did, I liked my time here. It was fun, you know, and we'll see what happens. You know, that's almost kind of like the standard issue answer. Paid. Yeah, hard to say, you know. I mean, I don't think he, I don't know how many years he played in Toronto. But, you know, he can kind of go anywhere. And so his, his agent may push him to, you know, keep his options open. Just two Obviously. and a half. Two and a half. So, yeah. I mean, he only, he only played in the Isles for, what, 20 games, I think? Eight, so, uh, 18, yeah. 18, you said? Yeah, so not a lot, but a big impact. So I think uh, I think he'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I don't know if Lou was the guy that brought him in to Toronto, but, uh, you know, obviously Lou – remembered him from there and pulled him over because I, I can't imagine any other reason why he, that he was the guy that they pulled yeah, over. Yeah, he was he was in their system for a long time. I mean, he was he was yeah. a Marley in 2016-17. Yeah. So. There you go. There you go. So that's probably the connection there. Um and uh but that guy could definitely play, so we'll see. But that's the that's the wrap up for the Isles at this point. We'll see what happens uh next couple of weeks. So, unless you lived under a bubble uh game seven rangers islanders that series concluded last night with the Doubles. devils beating the rangers by a four nothing count and um 
that makes it sound like a really close game. And it wasn't, it wasn't even that close. Um, you know, this series for me um, kind of was a microcosm of the Rangers season. It started out really well, then took a big giant shit in the middle, then give you a little bit of hope at the end only to not show up for a huge fucking game. And it seems like three weeks ago, we were talking about this exact same thing where the Rangers go and play a devil's team where they had an opportunity to get home ice and maybe to have a seventh game at home. And they don't even show up to the fucking game. Um, that's not everybody on the team didn't show up. There are, they were, you know, Igor showed up the entire series and was very boisterous um, in his displeasure for the Rangers play from, from time to time in this series. Um, but it was if the Rangers didn't score in their power play or score a lot of goals, they weren't scoring at all. Um, and in the end, the Devils just flat out wanted it more. Um, they were the faster team. They were the more disciplined team. Um, and they were the better team, and they deserved to win the series. Um, not to say that the Rangers didn't have their opportunities, because they certainly did. They had their opportunities to win this game. Um, and... You know, one of these two teams, I feel, are going to go pretty far. Um, and, boy, this is just a huge opportunity for really anybody in the East or West to make a significant run this year with all the powerhouses um, losing. Um, you know, the biggest, biggest controversy out of last night was the Truba hit. Um, and, you know, it, it came on a play where, where Myers kind of looking down as he crossed the blue line, skating from, from right to left, his right to left, and Truba just nailed him right in the head. Um, and this has drawn a lot of controversy, you know, internal talking between all of us, um, but also on the Twitterverse. I, I don't think that Truba is a dirty player. I don't feel that his hits are dirty. I feel he plays within the rules. And I say that because he's never been fined. He's never been suspended. He's never really gotten even a penalty for, for the hits that he's laid on people. Um, and maybe with the, maybe the exception of the Blackhawks player where he got a, uh, where he got a penalty for it, but he's never been suspended. He's never been fined. So I, I'm not sure that I would consider him a dirty player there was the timing was just right with Meyer where he came across and he got nailed. And I'm sure Steve is going to have something a little different from his perspective. Um, kind of like just Billy had the same kind of, you know, Billy and I had the same kind of discussion in last year's playoffs, but I don't consider Jacob Truba a dirty player. Um, in fact, who would you, would you not want him on your team? So I, I, can I, say I don't want him on my team defensively. I, I wouldn't want him on my true. team for other reasons. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want him on my team for other reasons. Because <laughs> he had um, devils running around him the whole series. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I thought about this a lot, obviously, today. And I'm going to say something here, and it's going to be very controversial. And it's probably going to surprise all of you. But Tom changed my mind. What? What? That, this is no, no. This is controversial. No so, doubt. as it relates to last night, Tom changed my mind. I do not think. So I, I'll backtrack. I never thought it was a penalty. I didn't say it was a penalty last night. I, I didn't say it was a penalty today. 
I thought it was a hit that he didn't that that was made incorrectly. So again, I still say he he comes up before he makes contact. And in the process of coming up, he makes it so that his shoulder meets Timo Meyer's face first. Well, that's why I have problems. That's where I have issue. But as Tom pointed out throughout the day, repeatedly, it's within the rules. And you you got to play within the rules. The rules are the rules. If you don't like the rules, change the rules. But it was within the rules. He had his head down. Yes. Did he have to do it? No. Could he have hit him just as effectively and not hit him square in the face? Yes, he could have. No doubt. And again, I go back to, as you're a kid, no matter what sport you're playing, but if it's a physical game, they always teach you to get low. And if you get low, you'll, you'll, you'll stay on your feet. You won't fall down after you make the hit. And you'll be in better position for after the hit. And I don't think he, he just doesn't hit like that. That's just not who he is. He wants to go out and make the big splash. He doesn't want to. He's not concerned with then being in position after he makes the hit. No, but, but I, I, don't, I don't think there should be a gray area in this. I think if the head is the primary point of contact, regardless, if it was accidental, on purpose, I fell into him too fucking bad. If high sticking, you're responsible for your sticks, a headshot, you're responsible for who you hit and how you hit them. And that rule needs to be changed. Correct. A thousand percent. If they're fucking serious about, you know, making players not vegetables after they're done and retired and not get CTE and fucking blow their brains out, then start fucking doing it right now. Make a stand NHL and change the fucking rule. Now here's where I'm going to come down on Truba as a player I wouldn't want on my team. Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. Just because something is legal doesn't mean you take advantage of a rule that should be in place, but it isn't. So you do it. I I hear you, but you, you could, you could make the argument with Heischer in back to back games. He ran Igor not once twice accidentally made contact with the goaltender one in the crease, one outside the crease. Um, all I'm saying is you can make the argument. And, and I would say doesn't mean it's right. Well, it's not, I mean, it's not legal to run a goaltender. He got away and he get penalized for it either time. So apparently it's legal. There was a lot of penalties that weren't called yesterday. (laughs) I, I, I think the one thing that we, since we have started this podcast, one thing that we can, well, two things we can agree on. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. And, and two, the NHL the officiating is so far fucking gone that they have no idea what a, what a, what is a penalty and what's not a penalty. You get high sticks in overtime that are blatantly obvious that leads to a series-ending goal to fucking... Uh, a charging call that should have been probably 
a five-minute major, sorry to say, a, a, a he-sure of running into the goaltender that should have been goaltender interference. There are, they have no idea what a fucking penalty is and what is not a penalty. The NHL needs to get its shit together. But Agreed. it's not just the NHL, is it? No, it's everybody. Major League Baseball. It's the National Football. It's I even listen to this. I watched a Nick game. I watched Game One Knicks Heat. There's believe it or chance. not, and those fucking referees are abysmal. Yeah, they no. they have no idea what's a foul and what's not a foul. So it's not just the the NHL officials. It's everywhere. It's it, that's everywhere. true. That's true. But I am going to point out that in no other sport. Does what is a penalty and what's not a penalty completely change when the playoffs begin? They call a completely different game in the playoffs. And that contributes to to how like the balance of power changes in the playoffs. It's not the sole reason that you know some teams can make it in the playoffs, some teams can't, but it's it definitely contributes. I, I do agree with that. There is no other, yeah. Balls and strikes are balls and strikes, I guess, in major league baseball. And a foul ball is a foul ball. Um, NFL, maybe you can make the argument with pass interference, um, especially late in the game that they don't want, they don't want to decide the game on a penalty call anymore. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I tend to agree with you, Bill. That, and you know, you also got the offsides thing, right? Where we don't know what's you know, offsides, what is offsides and, and when you have guys coming in and out, you know, you have the world cup and the world cup in soccer this year, they they put out, you know, this newer new VAR, you know, um, you know, thing for uh, they were using for offsides on, and it was great. It worked really, really well. You know, why can't the, the, the NHL develop something like this or have take, you know, go talk to those people that make that technology and have it adopted to NHL because I'm sure they have they have basically you know chips in all the pucks. They can put chips in the skates. You know, like, why can't they figure this out and make it like, like have it so that even if it's, if it happens really quickly, they could have a light go off and, you know, some similar light, not, not the red light, obviously, but something that they get the refs to say, Hey, call it play dead. They call it dead. Come over. They review it and they see that, Hey, this is, you can, they can, you know, it's off sides and they can even like do an overlay of like the actual play and look at it. But the idea being that take away this, this, you know, ridiculous notion that anybody can figure out what's offsides in that moment right like you have two guys at best on either side of, of the blue line and uh oh, i'm sorry on the um yeah uh on the, the on the, the blue line and are they gonna actually see what's going on are they actually gonna see this and all the things happening like in, in soccer it's just like certain guys are going across the you know you have to be behind, behind the defender before the ball is kicked right but in hockey is guys like could be catching up you got the whole thing where like you can't if you don't touch the puck, you're not quite offside yet. Right. And there's like there's always your skate is in the rules. air, even though it's over the yeah. blue line, you're all offside. Things, right. There's too many things. And then there's never a clear angle to tell everything every right. time. Of course, for whatever reason, we, we have all these cameras, we can't we can't see it. So that is I don't know. It's it's crazy. And if you watch like in the World Cup, they did it so fast because they had it, it's an automated thing. They were they didn't lose a lot of time. Tennis, they do the same thing for for they realized yeah. they couldn't figure out serves because it happened so fast. They put it even even just regular shots. They have the their their own system in place that review and it comes down and it shows it and the play resumes in like and that's a, and, and it takes seconds. it right out of the the official's hand. Yeah, here's your because here's that, your proof. Yep. 
He doesn't yeah, have to be in position like the fucking referee the other night. And you, you don't have to hold the whole thing like, oh, I, I want to use my challenge. Right. And if I fail my challenge, then I get a penalty. Like, it shouldn't be that way. It should be a real quick thing. Review it. You get a couple of reviews a day, a game, or just have it so, like, you know, certain things are always reviewed and seen, like, offsides. Just take it out of the, the whole the, the thing there. It's, it's too much going on. There's no way you can, you can have any of that app, uh, figured out. But, so but here's a little idea. bit of a problem. And it has nothing to do with the offsides. I agree with everything you said, Nick. Um, is that Frank Saravelli at about one o'clock this afternoon or even this morning, he put out a poll about the Truba hit on, on Team Lemire um, being clean and legal. And then he asked everybody to vote, should it be clean and legal? 47% of the people said it was, it should be, um, it should be legal. And 53% said it should not be legal. So out of 23,000 okay. votes, that's probably about 50-50. But should, should a question like that be even that close? Should no. it be 50-50? No, it shouldn't be. I think all four of us agree that the, these headshots should be taken out of, the, out of the game. And, you know, you start finding guys more than the fucking league minimum or league right. maximum of $2,500, yeah. which is couch cushion change for these yeah. fucking guys. If, if you gonna... start really going after their pocketbooks, yeah, people say pocketbooks anymore. Pocketbooks, uh, wallets, man purses. Wallets, that, that, that better that's, a, that's a hockey players carrying their purses. Yeah, they're more in the we're <laughs> in the fanny packs. packs. We're in the well, fanny listen, packs. I, yeah, I see a lot more people wearing fucking fanny packs yeah. nowadays than any fanny packs almost ever before. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but if you go after their their wallets and you go after their paycheck a little bit, I, I, I'm sure you'll start to see this hitting go down a little bit more, especially questionable hits like what we saw last night just say, say it right away if it hit, you, hit, you hit head first it doesn't matter You're there's no gray the area right. there is Straw no gray area and right. the accidental it, 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 i'm sorry match penalty sorry intention or, intention or not intention or not you know it's it, it's you're taking a guy out of the game if you take somebody out of the game in one way or the other you, like you said if you swing your stick around you get you, you hit somebody in the face with it it's a penalty you throw yep. your body at them, and you accidentally hit them in the head, in the face or helmet or in head, or head, and they get knocked out of the game. Regardless of the get knocked out of the game, you're going to you're, you're throwing a lot of damage to somebody. If you, you fucking throw the puck out of your defensive zone and it goes into the crowd, you get a penalty for it. I know. I mean, it's, it's, it's what, crazy. What are we doing? It's crazy. What are we doing? So, I don't think it, it. I don't think it takes anything away from the game. It makes a ton of sense. It's just you know you're you have to give accountability to these players, otherwise. You know, it's like the whole thing of like people are like, oh, I'll take fighting out of the game. You take fighting out of the game, you're gonna have more people throwing penalties, mm -hmm. ridiculous hits of people. The whole idea is the players need to be able to police themselves. If you yep. you have to give them some rules to play around with, right? If you if you hit somebody in the head, you get thrown out. It's it's that simple. Then you're gonna deter a lot of players from doing that because you're gonna think twice. Like especially in a when a game seven. Are you kidding me? Like. You know what? So that this is exactly the thing happened with the Islanders, right? In Game Four, they try to get you know real, real hit. You know, um, they try to get uh, physical, uh, and they got they did too much. You know, Matt Martin tried to get uh, somebody at the end of a period. You know, just knocked him over. It wasn't even like a big deal. They called penalty on him. Carried over into the next period, and then the same period that uh, Carolina scored right off the bat on a power play, and it was like. You know, that's the kind of shit that you you can't you have to be accountable for. You can't be doing that kind of stuff in the playoffs. So 
it was a check, right? Like, hey, we're not calling this shit. You can't. They were trying to police it. Same thing. Like, you can't just be throwing shit around and just expect it to be, you know, getting that way with it all the time. It's got to be. There's got to be something for them to some consequence that's meaningful. So I agree. And and listen, what's next for for the Rangers? I I don't even know where to start. They're having their breakup day tomorrow at ten o'clock. Did you um, wait? Sure we'll should them. you do this next week? Should you? Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, but Panarin two points in seven games. Lafreniere zero points in seven games. I mean, we can we Zibanejad one goal in the series. We can go on and on about players that didn't show up in the series um, and about what this team is going to look like next year. And I think we'll 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 do a little bit of that next week. Um, after we hear from the Rangers and break up day tomorrow. Um, but lastly, before I turn it over, um, I just hope within the next week that the Rangers will fire their head coach because I, I think it's, it's, it's time for Gallant to, uh, to go. So we'll, we'll see what happens certainly within the next week. Um, but I, I do think regardless of of what happens, I, I do hope that uh, Gallant is uh, is no longer the Rangers um, coach. That has to happen. I, I can't I can't imagine a world where he doesn't lose his job over this. That that's utterly ridiculous. Yeah. No, I, I and, and people are also you know trade Panarin. He sucks in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. He True. he did. He sucked this year. He was fucking terrible. But how much is it the coach? How much is it not the coach? How much is it the player? So. Um, if and, you're would you, Panarin, and would you be you in the playoffs? Change. And would you be in the playoffs without him? I mean, you you wouldn't be, but I right. but I think so. But I think if you're going to stick with Panarin, you got to get rid of the coach. It's one or the other. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where the Rangers are at right now. And we'll and again we'll go over a little bit more of this in detail next week after we hear about breakup day. Um, but Steve, floor is yours. Devils advance to the second round to play the Carolina Hurricanes. So we said in the beginning one of the keys was going to be power play versus penalty kill. And in games one and two, the Rangers were four for 10 on the power play, 40%. In games, Bill, 40%, four for 10. Excellent job. Thank you. Uh, In games three through seven, they were one for 18, which is 5.5%. Well, now I'm really impressed. Thank you. That's good math. So... Whether it was the Devils shifted their strategy on the penalty kill, which they did a little bit, they did a lot more chasing rather than a lot than than letting the Rangers set up and pass the puck around, or the Rangers switching their power play up to putting put, putting Zibanejad uh, on that circle to, to get the shot off. I don't know what it was, but that's that made all the difference, I believe. Um, at five on five, the Devils owned them. This series was really the Eric Halla breakout series. Um, he played very well every game he played in. Um, I was very impressed, uh, especially off of a, a regular season that I wasn't impressed. I mean, there were he didn't have a goal for the longest time, and I was very, very down on him. But he broke out in a big way this way this series, so uh, he's in my good graces. Um, plot showing that he's a big game player scoring that first goal. I mean, uh, assisting on that first goal in game seven, um, scoring a goal 39 seconds into game five. He, he really came to play. And again, it was just all the role players, Tatar, um, Mike McLeod scoring yesterday, 
just Red only had the one goal and it was the empty netter to, 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 to finish things off. And, and uh, he sure didn't even score and, and uh, a goal and Meyer didn't have any points in the, in the series. So that's, it's shocking that, that they came through with the win um, after all that. And again, on top of the penalty kill, uh, the, the, the switch to Schmid uh, for game four, I'm um, game three. It, he played off his ass. Uh, with the exception of, you know, game six, where he was human. I really thought after game six, I really thought game six, they found it. They they found their stride again. You know, I thought they had it in games one and two. They lost it in game, you know, three was three was a very even game. It went to overtime. They lost it in four and five, but I thought they found it in six. I thought they were going to steamroll the Dells yesterday. And I was just utterly blown away with, with Schmidt. Uh, getting a shutout. So uh, on to Carolina. It's going to be an interesting series. Um, next time we talk, it will be already three games into that series as they play Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, games one, two, and three, one and two in Carolina, three in New Jersey. Uh, do you want me to even, do you want me to talk about that series or? Or yours. I mean, 16 different players on Carolina with a point in the first round. Talk about balance. They got speed. They played team defense really well. They've got an aggressive four check. Uh, just going to have to hope to benefit on the fact that, you know, three of their top players are out and their goaltending situation seems to be a little bit, you know, not in the best situation, I guess. Uh, uh, Anderson was three and three and two, I guess, or, or Renta was three and two in the first round. Anderson won the other game. So it's, 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 it's a toss up. It's, I think it's going to be another difficult seven game series. I, I think Carolina wins just because they got all the, uh, all the experience again. And I think that matters again, the deeper you go into the playoffs, I think experience matters. I you don't I want to like, fall into the, go ahead, Bill. Sorry. I, I, I was going to say, I kind of like Carolina in this series too. And before the series, I, I didn't really think Carolina was, I don't, I didn't take them real seriously, especially after the way they kind of went out in last year's playoffs. I feel like they're, they're kind of a, have some shortcomings in the playoffs. And I thought that this, this Rangers and devil series, I thought whoever won this series could really go far. Um, the thing that, that kind of makes me a little bit down on the devils, even after they had that great game, game seven, is that they played such an uneven series, uh, and and as did the Rangers. I mean, this was a seven game series. You know, is usually like a classic battle back and forth. And and to me, this this seven game series between these two teams was, you know, besides game three, um, somebody just kind of didn't show up every in any given game. And you gotta you gotta show up for Carolina every game. And and I I definitely think the Devils can win the series. Don't get me wrong. Anybody who's still in the playoffs could go all the way. Anybody still in the playoffs can absolutely win the Stanley Cup, Devils included. Uh but I but I like Carolina a little bit more in this series because uh cuz I I because last year they they struggled with with their special teams. This year they seem to have that in order in the playoffs. I think they use that very much to their advantage against the Islanders. Um, and so I just think they're a tougher opponent this time around and and the Devils are going to have to bring it every night the way they brought it in game 7. Um, to beat the the Hurricanes, which they can do, but but I would I would I would pick the pen, uh, the Penguins. I'm going to pick the Penguins. I'm going to pick the Hurricanes <laughs> in a long series. The Devils don't want to fall into the same trap that the kind of Rangers fell into last year with having you know 
going seven in every series. If you have right. the opportunity to close it out, you got to close it out early. Right. I think that's going to be their saving grace in, in round two if they can close it out in five or six. Which maybe, you know, maybe not closing it out. Off. Maybe not closing the Rangers out in six is going to cost them now this round because they had to play that extra very high intensity game. Potentially. And now it's time for Trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong bell. Thank you. Okay. In 1993, Chris Draper was traded to the Detroit Red Wings for Paul Lemieux. And, uh, no, no, believe not. His no. Face. no. Every time I hear Chris Draper's name, I hear Claude Lemieux. It's got to um, be. No, um, no, that's incorrect. So yeah, so you're supposed to tell us what Chris Draper was traded to the Red Wings for? A bag of pucks. Damn. You know that's kind of that's close. That's close, but I can't accept that answer. Bag of dicks. <laughs> uh, less close, kind of gross, but uh, also incorrect. Um, maybe Steve's favorite player. Scott Niedermeyer. No, future considerations. Oh, um, no, no, that they traded their considerations. Uh, 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 was it a plate of octopus? No, no. It's, I think it kind of has less value than that, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say so. I don't think you can get a plate of octopus for what they traded him for. Wow. Uh given that it's Detroit, I'm going to say some little Caesars pizza. Pizza pizza. No, was not. Well, Nick, Nick had a Nick had a really good one. You can't just glance over what Nick said before. Nick, you gotta say it louder. Some Budweiser? Was it a six pack of Budweiser? (laughs) Well, no, Bud Light. Bud Light's actually the the cheaper one now, but uh... oh, it's Michigan. How about um, bottled water? <laughs> no, Lint, no, Lint bottled water, right? Yeah, was mm. it a exactly? Was it a Metallic. lake house? Was it a lake house on Lake Michigan where you can spend the summer painting houses as college students and then having parties at night? Wow, that was specific, and I don't know where that was from. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. You don't know where it's from. American Pie 2, but okay. Christ, Bill. Yeah, the original really was where it's at. <laughs> That's the only one. <laughs> I, I agree, I, Bill. I, I agree. If you weren't going to, if Shannon Elizabeth wasn't doing her dance, I'm, I wasn't going to tune into that American Pie. Okay. That's fair. Uh, can I say nothing? Was he traded for nothing? Oh, very close. Very close. Do you, yeah, should I, I give like a hint or a or a multiple choice? We said has been very close. Um, Maybe, so maybe uh, clues for, are very shitty. The time for the considerations, we do multiple. Well, you never let me do cues, clues. Should we do clues tonight instead of giving us multiple choice? Sure, yes, clues. Okay, clues. the clue is the answer that they're looking for. This is a monetary value. This was actually a cash transaction for Chris Draper. Forty-seven million dollars. Ooh, a bit high. I believe you've overbid. I'm going to say it's a lot lower. One dollar. One dollar. One dollar. Nick. One dollar. Nick got it. Wow. One One dollar. I was just going with the low. I was just going with the low. This is Price is Right. They picked him up on an episode of Price is Right. You are correct. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was it. A dollar? (laughs) That was it. It doesn't even say who traded it for a dollar. They were like, get the fuck out of here. Bill, Bill, not a fan of Chris Draper. Apparently, given how I much didn't... he said to you, they overpaid. 
that's not what i said i said i said that you guys were were saying oh, like no. a bag of pucks you couldn't get a bag of pucks for for a dollar a bag of dicks no you can't yeah you can't get the rate is. no wow. can't even get a, i don't even think you can get a can of soda these days for a dollar i feel like a can uh, of soda is a dollar 25 yeah it's, it's plus plus a dollar it's not great get a handful of bazooka maybe bazooka still five cents you could you could take that whole that whole sheet of pennies that they leave at the counter you could just take that for a dollar. From the cripple children? Yeah. Yeah. You're, that's for that. You don't take that? It, that the throw in the cripple children? I don't understand. Like, what are they going to do with pennies? <laughs> Impressions with Nick. Fucking great. What? Actually, we're getting a call on the hotline. Hello? Oh. No. Caller, are you there? No. Y'all hear me? Y'all hear yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, wait, maybe a little louder, sir. Hey, y'all hear me? This, this is this is Randy Travis. Oh. How y'all doing? Yeah, Randy. Hey. How are you, buddy? Yeah. Hey. I, I miss you all season, Randy. This... Hey, Tom Cass. Tom Cass. I, I love it, buddy. I love it. <laughs> wow, you listening, buddy. It. We appreciate that. This oh. was inevitable. I feel. Steven, my my my, my dude. We're, we're Hi, be Randy. A... We're gonna be in a real, real knockout game in the in the coming series. Are you excited? I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I am very excited, Randy. I look forward to the contest between our two uh, NHL hockey clubs, especially given mm-hmm. I know you know nothing about hockey. Listen, all I know is that we scored a lot of goals. Lit, lit the lamp. I was, oh man, I was, I was high on cheer wine. I could not believe it. I beat those cheer wine. Those pesky Islanders, we got through them, and now we're coming for you and your devils. Ah! Can't, can't, can't wait, Randy. I'm so glad you're on the phone with us. Steven, I know you can't, you can't see me, but I did the, I did the Seinfeld, the Seinfeld one. That devils. Ah! Oh, I, I, I got it, Randy. Thanks. Buddy. Yeah. Appreciate the explanation though, because comedy always works with that Randy. Way. I'm gonna yeah. take a picture. I'm gonna send it to you so you can see what I'm doing because I don't yeah. think you you can see what I'm doing. So I'm I'll gonna probably see it in three weeks because you'll take the picture. Then you're gonna have to get it developed at the local photo mat, and then you're gonna have to mail it to me. Uh, so I'll probably see it in three weeks because I know you don't know how to use a cell phone. Okay, uh, I'll get back to you on that one because that's mm-hmm. pretty fair. I'm not quite sure how to use this newfangled right. thing. So we'll we'll see what we can do at the Piggly Wiggly. We'll figure it out. So Randy, thanks for jumping on. We're really short on time today. So but Randy, who, really... who do you who do you got in the series? You're gonna go with the Devils, oh, or you go with the Hurricanes? You idiot! Why did you have to ask him that? Well, I was thinking about this one, and I think it's gonna have to go to a holy game seven. We can't have a evil game six. We're gonna have to skip right over oh, that. God, yeah, great to game no, seven, not the number six. We get it. With the Carolina Hurricanes gonna win this one. Go on to the next one. I can't wait. No, it's gonna they're going to win series. this one yeah. and go on to the next one. What the next oh, Randy, one being think... the Eastern Conference Final? You mean? Is that what you mean? I believe that's what it's called, Stephen. You're the you're the expert. I'm not obviously. Yeah. So thank really? you, thank you for correcting. So, Randy, me. you think the Canes are going to exercise the Devils oh, in God, seven? Shut up. Don't oh, I can't wait. This. What are you doing? I'm going to be going to church every day this week, of praying so. for my team. Do you really think that's an effective you, use of Steven? God's time? To worry about a silly hockey game, Randy. I mean, people yeah. are dying all over the world, and you think wasting God's time with with mm. prayers about a hockey game? He smited the Rangers. You should be happy. 
Bastion Ajo gave me a lot of hope, and it gives me a lot of joy. I think he does the same for many other Caniacs in North Carolina Caniacs. and even oh, South God. Carolina. Caniacs, yeah. He was chills. Well, so like Randy, I said, Randy, this is Dylan. Uh, right. Well, Rhonda was short on time. We don't. She's all right. She was we, choking on a bone a little earlier, but she's she's feeling a little bit better right now. Yeah, I bet she was. She was sharing that with the dog. Were they both down on the all fours next to the bowl, chewing on the same bone? I don't think that's very nasty, you, Stephen. I I, oh, I, I hear yeah. what you're implying, but that's okay. that's not too nasty. I'll be praying for you this weekend. Thanks, buddy. God, I appreciate it. And you know what? God I bless, uh, won't do the same for you because fuck you. All right. Well, thank you all have me again i i truly appreciate all four of you Thanks, all right i'll take it okay you have an yeah. open you have an open seat you appreciate all four of us including the guy you never you actually, get to speak with that's hope great. you hope you stop by next week so we can nope. we can talk uh, a little bit more in depth about this series with you nope maybe maybe i'll make an appearance we'll see no no it's fine thanks that would be fantastic randy bye randy Travis the turd ladies and gentlemen see you randy come come on back soon y'all you hear oh, please uh it's always it's always such a treat when he comes on. Such a treat. Yeah. Love that guy. I'm surprised he 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 was happy to talk with Nick. It never seems like Nick is around when he hears. Nick just ran to the bathroom. And again, here comes Randy I mean, somehow. Listen, Randy, Randy, Randy just calls me out of nowhere. So, you know, I just gotta talk to him for a while. You guys don't have to sit on the phone for an hour oh, with him. God, so, no, you know, just no. Just be I uh, would put a bullet in my mouth if that was the case. I mm, cannot listen tasty. to that accent for more than what we just had. <laughs> kind of uh, grows on you, Steve. No, he doesn't. No, no. Puts me asleep sometimes. It's good. All right, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. <laughs> oh, that feels better. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. This one's going to bring us to so the year mad. of our Lord, 2013. Please go to February 22nd, 22213. Such an asshole. How do you listen to that accent? Uh, February the 22nd, 2013 was a Friday. Ooh, bagel Friday? Breakfast was a half of an apple. God, what? Jeez. Why is that's that? Like, that's here. like a week's worth of fruit for this boy. I don't believe you. A lunch was a salad and oh, a wow. can oh, really possible way. of Coca-Cola Classic. Dude, can, can I just say, if he's setting up with a half an apple for breakfast and a salad for lunch, he's he was planning to have some fucking wild-ass fried dinner. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Had go ahead. 30 minutes on the elliptical after work. Oh, and exercise? This is Quarantino's night. Dinner was a slice of white pizza and a slice of plain pizza with a can of Coca-Cola and a delicious after-dinner treat of milk and cookies, which were shared with none other than Tara Dorito. Because you can see right here, it says Tara over. Tara came for a visit. 
did we was i there no no <laughs> she probably just needed a break from the three-headed monsters and and that's came probably over. true what uh yeah. Probably. Why, Thomas, why did you pick February 22nd, 2013? An apple? Half of an half, apple. Half of an apple. Half, oh, half sorry. Apple. Sorry. Half an apple. My apologies. Um, obviously, that was the day um, that a couple got arrested on Jacksonville Beach for having sex. <laughs> this happens in every city in Florida every day. <laughs> Police investigated, listen to this, a vehicle fire in the 500 block of North First Street in Jacksonville Beach. Well, if you don't use lube, uh, you're going to get that friction. <laughs> they got more than what they bargained for late Monday when they found a 29-year-old man and a 31-year-old woman having sex on the beach, according to Jacksonville Beach Police Department. Kathy Lynn Grenor. Hmm. Uh, no, it's G. Okay. Grenor. Grenon? Grenon, sorry, Grenon. Uh, was arrested and charged of exposure of sexual organs. <laughs> Is that a thing? Um, and resisting an officer without violence. And uh, David Charles, A I U P P Y. Ayupe. Ayupe. But listen, both of these people, three, three names. Yeah. Three names. No. Surprised they didn't kill somebody in the process then. Uh, David Charles was charged with arson to the vehicle as well as exposure. Uh, officers were sent to Jacksonville uh, Beach Pier parking lot at 5.40 p.m. after a report of vehicles on fire, according to the police. Witnesses said the couple had been arguing and throwing things from the vehicle when the woman walked away. Can't take you anymore. Then that's when the man started to light the vehicle on fire. Uh, and that was the aphrodisiac that, up that made her want to have beach. sex? <laughs> yeah. He, he lit the car on fire, then went up to the beach to go talk to the women, to the woman. Uh, officers found the couple engaged in sex on the stand in full view of other people and arrested them. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with this shit? It's so disgusting. You guys don't know this, but this is a game down in Florida that they play. It's it's a TikTok trend. The game is called Come or Cremation. In 2013? Yeah, no, it's but yeah, it was very early on in TikTok. So again, the game is called Come <laughs> or Cremation. It's you start the car on fire right before you start fucking. And either you come or you get burned alive inside the car. Huh. Uh, okay. I can't be wrong. That's, uh... But how pissed do you have to be at your wife to fucking light your car on fire and then go have a, a conversation and make up and have makeup sex on the beach? And oh, honey, by the way, I lit the car on fire. Hmm. I am disgusted because I just came up with come or cremation very quickly and I feel like it didn't get anything. <laughs> I feel I, like I that was kind of funny. real or not. I couldn't tell if it was real <laughs> or not. Tell it, was real. <laughs> it is fucking but, Florida. Who the hell knows, man? Like the land of Ohio and know Florida. The TikTok trend from 2013. <laughs> it's really Steve sold it really well. It, it, 
He it's did. really early in TikTok, and I'm like, I don't know. This is bro, this could be good. This could I feel be like good. it should have gotten Dave, more. Dave, when, when was TikTok created? I was have even, no idea. What, it was not 2013. I don't think the Chinese kid that that created TikTok was even born in 2013 yet. Like, nah, he's, he had to be. He had to be alive. 2016. Well, there you go, Nick. There you go, buddy. There you go. Come or it deserved my, it deserved better than what you guys gave it. Uh, it did. <laughs> but look, Nick bought it. I bought it. Hook line sinker. Dumbass. All right. Don't forget to follow us on the Twitter at friends underscore rivals. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will read them on the air if you want us to turn on notifications. So you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. Billy, say something. You know, I'm disappointed that she fucked the guy after he set the car on fire. I, I guess that's where I I made the wrong move. I lit a fart and she she didn't give me nothing, not even a handy. <laughs> Did you want to just make Steve feel better? <laughs> Was that the plan? Was that the plan? Because mission accomplished, buddy. I'm first again, I'm first again. I can't wait to see Tom pop up on the screen and then Steve pop up on the screen and Nick's usually a couple minutes maybe after that, but he's so cool when he pops up on the screen. I can't wait to see them. I can't wait, I can't wait. It's podcast day. It's podcast day, hooray. Podcast day, podcast day, hooray. And I know that's not going to be the intro because we're going with that uh, Bruins announcer guy with the whole Hindenburg thing. What a jerk. <laughs>